Befriend Your Body podcast. Love, anxiety, and spirituality. Hello, Gio. Hi, Wanda. How are you today? Great, and you? Good. I like that Mia's sleeping behind us. It's so fun to podcast with a kitten running around the room. It's true. I wish our listeners could see her. <laughs> so the last podcast, we talked about the, how we learn, um, get our, our worldview. We talked about lessons we learn, which turns into lenses that we wear, which turns into a lifestyle which, with which we choose to live. So today I'm going to try to give an example of that with this podcast. So one early lesson that we learn about the world is often uh, deeply buried underneath our conscious awareness. Uh, Let me start with Einstein. Einstein, the famous, brilliant um, scientist, was supposedly quoted as having said, the most important question a person can ask is, is the universe friendly? So the way our parents treat us, nurture us, care for us, and attach to us deeply impacts our sense of the world, our place in the world, our sense of safety in the world, and generally, I would say overall, our sense of spirituality. Um, I would define spirituality as um, a belief that the universe is bigger and more complex and that there's more there than we can see. I know people have different views, so I'm not talking about religion per se, I'm talking about spirituality or a sense of, again, the worldview. How is the world? What Einstein failed to mention is how much our early environment has to do with how we answer that question. He might not have understood that, or he might have just understood that this question was important because he was brilliant. But almost, I would say, across the board, children who are raised in a secure attachment family where their needs and desires and and, um, cries for help or whatever they, they, they want from the parent is for the most part given and and their needs are met. Um, When they cry for help, someone comes and helps them. Not talking about spoiling children and giving them everything as soon as they say it, but just meeting basic needs on a regular basis. So children who are raised like that would mostly answer, the universe is a friendly place. The world is a place that's good for me and and I can make good and do good in it and find good things for myself. Uh, That's generally what happens. Whereas children who have been raised in an environment where there has been neglect or um, insecure attachment of any kind, whether it's anxious, uh, avoidant, or disorganized, um, children whose needs aren't met, either because the parent can't or won't, or maybe, you know, a dad is deployed and a mom is working full-time, parents generally do the absolute best they can, but sometimes they don't have as much time and energy to give to that it, as, as much as a child needs. And especially if children are raised in an environment where they're sometimes harmed or abused, most of those children would state that the universe, the world, is not a friendly place. The world is a dangerous place. And often they have um, high levels of stress and anxiety because that early view uh, sets a template for them and that's you know how they feel. And additionally, as we've talked about in other podcasts, we see what we look for. Our underlying expectation of what's coming sets our, well, you know, sort of the, the view with which we look at the world. And so if we're expecting things to be bad and scary, we're going to find them. Whereas if we're expecting things to be positive, we tend to find those as well. Uh, but that, that means that people actually feel unsafe with other people or 
with the universe in general? Mm. Mm, that's, a, that's an excellent question. I would say it, it can be both. Um, uh, especially, yes, especially if a child has been abused or neglected. I would say that they underlyingly expect the world and the universe to be a dangerous place, which then would mean that the people in the world will be dangerous. So yes, that would generally apply. But for instance, for children who are raised in a fairly safe environment, um, they might believe the universe is safe, but they might have a really negative encounter with someone so that they could realize like, oh, some people are dangerous. Mm -hmm. And by the way, that's true, right? The hope is that we learn to not be blindly trusting of everyone, but we're also not to be blindly suspicious of everyone, right? The hope is that we learn from experience that some people will be very friendly and wonderful and some people will be unfriendly and some people, a few people, statistically, will be actively dangerous. So it, it does depend on your history as to whether you overall look at everything as dangerous or realize that some things can be dangerous even though you feel like the world is mostly safe. Okay, makes sense. Thank you. And, and as always with my podcast, you know, they're short. I, we can't cover everything and I have to sort of generalize a lot. Um, and to say the world is safe is not to suggest that we don't have things happen, right? None of us are bubble-wrapped. Mm -hmm. So the world can be safe, but I can still lose my job. I can still have a car accident. But what I mean by the world is safe or the universe is friendly is that that overall the, the organizing principle is benevolent versus the other view, which is the organizing the disorganizing principle is malicious and trying to hurt me. Okay. So that's mm -hmm. a little clearer. So going back to what we said the last podcast about how we learn, we learn in templates. So our interactions within our first family gives us our baseline templates for many things. Some of them that are important for this podcast are, it gives us a template for power dynamics. How do human beings relate to each other? How does someone who has the power, whether it's because of age or money or position, use the power either to benefit other people in the family or to, to be selfish and use it for themselves. We also learn templates on how authority is handled, templates for relationships, how males and females interact, how do adults and children interact, how will we be treated. Those are just very few, uh, but those are templates that we are learning from little, like before we can talk, those things are becoming part of our worldview by daily interactions that we are experiencing. So those that we mentioned are what significant for the blog today anyway. We are not able to keep thousands of relationships, not that we have thousands, I should say hundreds, but we're not able to keep all of our relationships separate in our heads, but our brain tends to associate things similar to the first templates made. Um, so in, for instance, if our first caretaker was punitive and very strict and maybe dismissive, um, we will somewhat bring that expectation into all of our adult relationships. So those people tend to be a little more timid with bosses or authority figures because the template of authority, authority will be punitive and you can be in trouble if you don't mm -hmm. perform, will be how they view themselves in the world. The good news, though, as we talked about, is these templates can be changed for the better. These are good news. Yes, it is, it is good. We don't have to live by some of the false ideas we get as children. So our worldviews are also formed, our entire worldview is also formed in our early years. Um, I talked about this in previous podcasts. 
Um, but when our first years of life include situations when we feel unsafe or unloved, especially fairly regularly, we are building our attachment style and our view of the world, our place in it, and of course the universe, is it friendly or not. We're also building our view of the personal being that some people call God. Different religions have different names, but most religions have some, some sense of a of a force that is mm-hmm. hopefully for us that, that we name as God. If you believe in a in a God who interacts with humans and creations and creation, um, as I do, the early lessons learned about power and authority and relationship dynamics will automatically be transferred onto your view of God. If you askew the idea of a personal God, you and you may view it more as the power of fate or the power of the universe or you know. The secret of attraction, or whatever, however you view how things happen, but you still will probably view the universe as unsafe if your early environment included neglect and abuse. Any questions so far? I know it's a lot of stuff, but no, but it, it's good because I'm just thinking that it makes sense when we're dealing with people that have trouble and being open and engaging and we have just to look back to the past of that person and try to understand why they have that behavior because it's sometimes not the way he or she wants to be but it's probably the way they were raised so we just have to try to see beyond and understand them right yeah absolutely that's where compassion and love comes in whatever you believe about religion and spirituality i think it was the dalai lama who said my religion is kindness Mm -hmm. or some such quote and i think that that's key if we could all treat each other with kindness and respect and compassion this would be a very different world Mm -hmm. so some of you may be disagreeing with this or thinking that i'm overstating so maybe do a little experiment Uh, think about your dad and your mom or either or if you had a single parent or whoever you primarily connected with especially when you were young if that parent or parents were kind overall loving supportive to you and really met your needs and and saw you as a person I would guess your your view of the life, life, the universe, God, etc., would be overall a positive one. However, if your parents or parent were angry, punitive, scary, or neglectful, I bet when you think of is the universe safe or God or fate or whatever uh, force you think of, your view will not be so positive. Stress also uh, can impact this. Our early worldviews tend to come out more in stress. So many long-term church-going Christians, uh, Jews, Muslims, uh, not church, synagogue, temple, whatever you attend for your religious gathering, um, every religion there is, when they're doing well, will insist that the force of that we call God is good and loving. However, when any of us are in trouble or have messed up, made a mistake, or are very frightened, that same force being God uh, can seem not helpful, far away, unmoved by our plight or indifferent or even angry or punitive. This is one of the many reasons why learning how to become securely attached and and redoing some of those early love templates if they weren't very positive is so very important. Our view of God and the universe changes for the better as we feel more secure in our life and our relationships. We can go from my early history, I really thought the universe wasn't very friendly, even though I believed in God because I grew up in a church. But now I really do believe that there's the force for good in the world is stronger than the force of disorganizing chaos uh, that we certainly see much of. Mm -hmm. Um, 
so our early views can be changed, but when we change them for the better and the universe begins to feel safer, then our life actually feels better, our stress levels go down, our anxiety goes down, and life actually feels worth living. Um, and by the way, we can change this um, sense of safety if we didn't get it from our early years in relationships as adults that can be with friends, with coworkers if they're really good, safe people, um, with faith communities, with support groups, with therapists, with spiritual directors, just to name a few. So your view of, of your ability to change attachment style into more secure and your ability to change your view of the universe as a more benevolent, safe place um, absolutely can change with those safe relationships. So uh, before I add the going deeper, a few questions that we've started including, do you have any final things you want to share, Gio, or any thoughts you have with, as you sit there petting a purring uh, kitten in your lap? Right now I'm happy here with Mia. But one thing I think it's, I love that you said, and I think it's very important to always remember that, is that we find what we're looking for. So mm -hmm. just focus on something good and, and things good will happen, right? Because sometimes right. we tend to just focus on bad. And we right. tackle that and we think there's no end, but there is. It's just our changing our lenses probably, right? Exactly. Very good. You're listening. <laughs> I hope so, since you're, you're a part of the podcast. All right, so there's just a few going deeper questions in case you found this helpful and want to engage a little more um, journaling or thinking. Um, take a few moments and just think about your earliest environment. Think about some of the lessons you've learned about yourself, about other people, safety, danger, power dynamics, etc. And then just notice how that template, those templates... Um, may interact with your current view of the universe. Is the universe friendly? Is the primary force benevolent or malevolent? Um, what is your view of God, um, if you have a, a, a belief in a personal God? Uh, write down any correlations you notice, and um, if you have any anxieties, I encourage you to you know discuss them with a friend or a, a spiritual figure if that's part of your um, your journey. So as always, thank you so much for listening. I hope you found this helpful. And um, just notice your lessons, your lenses, and your lifestyle. They can absolutely be changed for the positive at any time.